0: yo 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 what's going on it's your boy matt st jack back at it again with the white vans except no white vans as always back at it again with another awesome episode of anime talk no guests today it's just me myself and i was trying to get my brother back on this episode at least for this for the finale or the final of the uh january well november tournament of power in january um but unfortunately he couldn't make it on the show tonight so, it's just me, myself, and I, um uh, but today we're gonna to be talking through, like I said, the January tournament of power um technically, it's usually in November, so if you're new to the show, welcome to the show thank you for uh for listening and tuning in um if you're if you're already caught up on the show and you're already you know. Uh, Current on what we're talking about right now This is the January Tournament of Power I keep saying November um, Just because it normally comes out in November But because of timelines and just uh, Some things not shaking out right um, It had to come out in January So this is the finale, the final episode Of uh, that tournament um, we are. We started off with a couple of different contestants. So I'll get into more details um, as we get into the episode. But um, before I get into that, as always, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Because without you all, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. Um, if you're not following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve. So um, there, you will find any updates and news in regards to any giveaways and upcoming episodes. Currently, same giveaway is available. If you want a sticker, reach out to me. Let me know um, that you want a sticker. I think I have a picture on those social media handles. So make sure that you go in, follow me there, uh, see some of the content that's there. And uh, like I said, look at that sticker and let me know if you want one. I know I can ship it domestically, but if you want one internationally, uh, we'll have to figure through that. But uh, I appreciate it. And speaking of international, thank you for all my international listens. Um, London, Germany holding it down again this year um, at the start of this year. So, um, yeah, like I appreciate, uh, like I said, I appreciate all the listenings. the listens, not the listenings, um, all the listens. Um, let me know when you follow, if you'd like, or dislike an episode, because I love interacting with you, the fans. And as always, there may be spoilers ahead. So you have been warned shout out to the homie Alejandro. Um, so yeah, um, yeah yeah i got through that pretty quick um so now that i'm through that part today's just been crazy busy um i wanted to get this episode recorded earlier but uh i went to uh, a snake expo um bought a couple of uh sneakity stinkity snakes if you're a snake uh enthusiast or reptile lover reach out to me let me know what you got um i'll let you know what uh what i picked up today um but yeah so it was busy doing that i went out i watched uh my Bengals win today beat the buffalo bills you know what i'm saying sure handedly 27 to 10 i believe was the final score but uh who day um rocking for my Bengals. um so we're moving on to play in the afc conference championship against the uh, kansas city chiefs gonna be a hard fought game but i can't wait for that but i know this isn't a football podcast though i have dabbled in coming out with a football podcast because i do love me some football as well um but that's not what this episode is about. So before I get sidetracked, um let me get into um this show. So, like I said, we've been talking about the November tournament of power in January. Um it's in January. Uh so we originally started talking through a lot of different ideas and a lot of different things. So we had um we started off with the Elite 8 um which we had um A lot of really interesting fights. Like we had Yami versus... um, Who was it? Yami versus... I can't even remember right now off the top of my head. But I know that we had some really good fights. Um, Like we had... I'm going to get this right. It was Yami versus Zoro. That's right. Yami versus Zoro. Um, Kimpachi versus Guts. We had Afro Samurai and versus Hiei. And we had Rengoku versus Mugen on the right-hand side. So if you're looking at this from a bracket standpoint, it would have been Yami versus Zoro on the left. It would have been uh, Kimpachi Zoraki versus Guts on the bottom left. Um, On the top right, you would have had Afro Samurai versus uh, Hiei, and on the bottom right, you would have had Rengoku versus Mugen. So going into the final four, we actually had uh, Kenpachi Zoraki versus Zoro, which was a really tough fight. Um, And uh, on the left-hand side and on the right-hand side, we ended up having Hiei versus Rengoku. Um, then once we got through that, the two people who actually made it to the final that we're going to be talking about today was Kimpachi Zoraki. Actually, came out of, on that um, on that left hand side. I was t- like I said, it was tough because I didn't know if he was going to be able to beat Zoro. But I got Kenpachi edging it barely. He makes it into the final from the left. And then we have Rengoku beating, a, beating out Hiei on the right-hand side. So, we've got... So, in the final, we have Kenpachi, Zaraki, the man, the myth, the legend versus Rengoku. Um, so, yeah. This is going to be a really, really cool fight. Um, so... To get here, obviously, like I said, both both guys had to kind of fight through a couple of different things. Um, on the right-hand side, I wish I had done the bracket a little bit different, but I felt like either way it goes, it would have kind of been um – a winner like Mergoku probably would run one out of the right hand side. Um, I went and I put these in. Usually when I do this, and this is just a little bit of a backstory. Usually when I do this, I just put the names in um, like a name generator, uh, or not a name generator, but just like a randomizer. And however they come out is how I label them. So number one is the first seed, number two is the second, number three is the third, and so on and so forth. So that's the way that it shook out. I only did it the one time, um, but I kind of looking at it on the right hand side i feel like all the tough fights are on the left hand side um and on the right one it was fairly simple that i mean it was was easy that um and he were going to advance um just because mugen and afro samurai are super strong um super you know durable and things like that but they don't really hold a candle when it comes to i feel like their swordsmanship when it comes to uh, the other two so um, let's go ahead and jump into the episode, like I said, I'm not gonna hold you guys too long tonight since we're just talking about a simple thing um so in the finals, like I said, we have in the red corner Kim Pochs a rocket, and in the right corner we get or in the blue corner, we have Rengoku. Goku so um let's go ahead and jump straight into some details about the two fighters, the two contestants, if you will so um like I said, we have. We have Rengoku, which Rengoku is actually, um, he's 20, uh, 5'10", which is, you know, that's a a good height, you know what I'm saying, um, 150 pounds, 59 pounds, not bad at all, um. he uh, shout out to Fandom. I, I know that I talk about it all the time, but if you if you know somebody that uh, that rocks with Fandom, or you got the inside, let your boy know because I use Fandom on everything. So shout out to the to the nerds and weebs who sit around and put this stuff together because clearly I don't know how y'all find this information because I would have never thought about it, would have never known height, weights, nothing like that because I wouldn't have looked into it that deep. But shout out to y'all for uh, updating all this information. Um, so like I said, twenty years old. 510 159 um we know that he has flame breathing he's currently a or he's a demon slayer um from the with the demon slayer corpse uh or core so let's go ahead and get into again a little bit of his fighting style and his abilities so we kind of talked about this before but i'm gonna go through a quick high level again um we know that overall dude has crazy um perception he's got immense speed and reflexes immense stamina and endurance um, immense strength he's got indomitable will um keen intellect and uh he's got total concentration breathing which helps plug minor wounds um and hemorrhaging so getting into his fighting style. He's a master swordsman. He has flame breathing. Um, again, we talked about a little bit about this first form, the unknowing fire, second form, the rising scorching sun. Third form is the blazing universe. Uh, fourth form is the blooming flame, um, undulation. I believe that's how you say that. Uh, the fifth form is the flame tiger. And the ninth form is Rengoku itself, which Rengoku meaning purgatory flame. Um, So we know that he is armed to the teeth with his, uh, with his katana, um, which translates in the name of it, uh, translates into destruct destroyer of demons, um, So with him, like I said, we know that he's fought a couple of really strong baddies in the show. Um, Mugen Train, if you saw Mugen Train, you know what ends up happening with him. But um, if you haven't watched the show, unfortunately, like I said, spoilers are ahead, uh, maybe ahead, and you were warned. So um, if you've watched the show, and if you watch watched Mugen Train, then you understand that Rengoku actually died when he was fighting? um, He was fighting one of the um, demons that was actually there. Um, He's he was even through that like he was still super strong that demon was like a it was a rank uh it was like a higher rank demon and he stepped in and still did his thing like he still defended he told uh the demon that he wasn't gonna lay a hand on anybody and nobody was gonna die um that had survived from that Mugen train from the train um accident and sure enough your boy put he put a he put his you know he put his foot face to the fire. This man stepped up and was fighting this this demon like a, a demon unleashed himself. Um Tanjiro and Inosuke were kind of um inhabilitated just because they had already just got done fighting and they were clearly at this point no level for this guy. But um Ringoku fought and fought and fought and fought for ultimately losing his life. Um and yeah, it was really sad. But like I said, he was super duper strong in doing so. Um, like I said, he's he seems like a very stoic person. He also, like I said, there was a rumor somewhere or something that said that he was deaf. I think I've talked about that before. I guess it was kind of confirmed when I was looking through it that I've seen a couple things saying that he was deaf as well. Um, but yeah, dude is just... A dope fighter. Um, he he seemed like everything that, that Justice stood for, like I said, super strong, um, great swordsmanship. His breathing techniques uh, were absolutely amazing. Seeing him kind of slice and use his sword and use some of these different um, forms and techniques was really cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much him. Um, so... On the other side of that, like I said, talking through Kenpachi's Ziraki, which I guess I, I could have talked about Kenpachi first. It is what it is. Um, but for Kenpachi, Kenpachi is a, to- a totally different breed. Like if Rengoku likes fighting and destroying demons, like I'm pretty sure he probably would have said that. Kenpachi Zaraki himself was a demon. So, Kenpachi Zaraki, um he's a thousand plus years old. We all know that in the soul society age is kind of a construct. It's it's just something that's there. We don't We just throw out numbers because a lot of these people are, you know, they're a lot older. Um, We know that he is six, seven and a half. Again, shout out to Phantom. How in the world did y'all find that? Please let me know. But six, seven and a half. So obviously he's got the height advantage. He's got 198 pounds that he's packing to. Um, So he's got the weight advantage, which you would think that he would, considering the fact how tall he is. So does that mean that Rengoku is like average weight and can pop like i don't even know what average weight for a six seven and a half foot person would be like i don't even want to talk about my weight and i'm only like six six one so i mean i can only imagine like dang six seven and a half, one ninety eight. 198 man he had he had to play basketball i'm t- like in the soul society i feel like he was dunking on people but anyway that's not what we're talking about today um so like i said uh six seven and a half uh, 198 pounds when it comes to his powers and ability um again we kind of talked about this he's a specialized combatant he didn't attend the academy he ended up kind of teaching himself he's a master swordsman um he is an expert in hand to hand combat so he will he uses a blade majority of the time obviously because in this show they use they get a lot of their powers and they use their toe, which is the sword or katana in this situation um as their main means of destroying hollows. Um so but he will step to you with just some brow some brawling uh prowess, you know what I'm saying? And just step to you with some hand to hand, um, fisticuffs if he needs to. Immeasurable measurable spir- spiritual power. We've talked about this, like I said before. Um even with him, like dude is so strong that at one point he had to literally put on a eye patch. Um, in order to contain his Retsu which is what they call it here but it's more like your spirit power Um, yeah so dude is just that strong Um, also when it comes to the Specialized combatant um, and his strength and everything like that. Master Swordsman and all that good stuff. And the spiritual pressure. um, His spiritual pressure was so much that it's unruly. Like he can't even really control it. Um, He has horrible control. um, And like I said, that's why he has to use that eye patch. Just to help him kind of manage that. Um, It can affect large areas spanning miles. And cause others within that mile to enter a state of... uh, Wow, why can't I say... Anyway, confusion and paralysis there we go paralysis and confusion um I don't know why I was struggling with that word similar to if you've watched like one piece uh when they use like the king's hockey or the spring the supreme king's uh code of colors or whatever it is whenever they use the the supreme king's uh roar the hockey roar um when like lesser uh lesser like pirates or whatever. Um they can't resist that. Um when they end up kinda of like their eyes roll back in their head or whatever and they just kinda of faint or become confused. It's similar to that in this situation. Um he has high, highly uh perceptive combatant. Again, he's very uh very quick to the draw, immense strength. We already know that just from seeing this man. Like if you saw how big he was, and obviously you'd know, um, just you know how strong he is um he's a sh- uh, shunpo practitioner which is the um the lightning foot um so he's got like that flash step where he can actually kind of you know dash um pretty quick um, he's got immense speed which you know kind of goes with the shunpo um he's got immense endurance we talked about and immense durability um he's got his toe which uh, basically means the weather beaten. So with his Zanpakuto, the reason why it looked so bad um, and in its sealed form is because again, his spiritual pressure is so strong that as he uses his sword and he f- uses it and his spiritual pressure comes out, it was actually breaking away and chipping away at his sword. Um, so yeah, this is uh <laughs> this is, it's crazy how jagged and crazy this sword would be. Um, so his shikai basically it looks like um it looks like a, a big old like axe almost I guess you could say it's a really funky looking picture so cool though um so at this point it basically once it goes into his shikai form um he possesses tremendous additional attack power easily destroying a huge meteorite with a single attack um its cutting power is also greatly enhanced allowing Zoraki to effortlessly effortlessly cut through the bodies of his enemies and even through space itself so um super strong technique i'm envisioning i haven't seen this animated and i didn't necessarily read the manga or the manga however you want to say that um but i'm envisioning this as something that's kind of like one of those like space or like time slashes um so i can't wait to see what that's going to look like when it's narrated and, and animated in the uh, in the thousand year blood War part two Um, And then he's got his Bankai, which is unnamed. Um, And basically what happens when it gets into this, his skin turns red and he gains multiple black markings across his face and horns on his forehead, causing him to resemble an Oni. Um, His blade becomes an altered version of his Shikai state with a shorter, more jagged blade resembling a rough Cleaver. Um, so when he gets into his special ability um for this bonkai, it grants him a tremendous increase in physical strength and cutting power, allowing him to effort effortlessly topple a gigantic um uh, guard or anybody like that with a single blow. Um, and yeah, like dude is just an absolute killer. So when he gets into his bonkai form, you definitely don't want to deal with that or or do or anything like that. Um The one thing about him um, when it comes to him um, as far as like fighting is he enjoys fighting. He's one of those people that the more, the longer he fights and the stronger his opponent, the more he wants to do this. And the more he just like, I don't know, he just gets excited about it, makes his blood boil. So I feel like him and Rengoku just stepping into the ring at this point would make um, for a very interesting situation and a very interesting fight. So. We're going to go back. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I'll come back. I'll kind of set up the stage and we'll kind of jump to, through my my walkthrough for how this fight will potentially go. And then I'll talk to you about who I think is actually going to win this one. I'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you guys so much for sticking around after the commercial break. So like I said, we're <clears throat> excuse me, in the finals, we have Goku in one corner on the right hand side and we have Kenpachi Zaraki on the left hand side. So We've already kind of, I've already kind of broke down a little bit of um, fighting attributes, a little bit of the abilities, um, about what they use and things like that. So it's time to sit down and talk about how I feel like this goes in my mind. Okay, so I feel like, again, if they're standing in a corner, I'm pretty sure Kimpachi probably the first person to attack, unless. Kenpachi says something to provoke Rengoku which Rengoku is a good guy they're both protagonists in their own shows even though sometimes Kenpachi uh, definitely can seem like he's very uh, antagonist about certain situations but I'm pretty sure that they'd be you know just fine be able to talk be able to do whatever unless like I said Kenpachi says something uh, to Rengoku. To which point, if Kenpachi started it and Rengoku came in, it'd probably be a very interesting fight. I know that there'd be a cut made if he came in there because I'm pretty sure, even though Kenpachi is pretty strong and he's got like that little, I guess, exoskeleton of uh, spiritual pressure that you have to be at a certain level to even cut him in the first place, I'm pretty sure that Rengoku would match that. And if anything, like go in there super hot at the very beginning using one of his breathing techniques, um his fire breathing or flame breathing techniques. If he did that, could Kimpachi withstand it? I'm going to say he probably would, or he probably avoid it. Once they got into a nice little uh back and forth, like a little parry, and you know, they're fighting back and forth. I'm pretty sure if he didn't already have it off he would definitely take off his eye patch Kenpachi would which would then release a lot more spiritual pressure they would go back and forth again um and I think ultimately it would have to be it would have to come down to because here's the thing Rengoku is still human in the sense that he's still you know the breathing techniques he still bleeds, he still does all this stuff just like uh Kenpachi does. Only difference is, is Kenpachi is a beast. He is made for this. Like he ain't just out here just trying to fight for, you know what I'm saying? You know, just for the sake of fighting. He only fights for serious if, like for real and he's only going to fight for real if he realizes that the person that he's fighting against um is coming at him with 100% of their power. So with that being the case, the stronger that he gets, the more he enjoys the fighting. I'm pretty sure Rengoku would sustain a couple of injuries and ultimately at the end of the day I think the king swordsman of the land, the best swordsman of the land would probably would probably be Kamachi Zaraki. Like I don't know how you can beat him. I I mean I haven't really seen I mean we've seen like, if you're current on the show and you saw a Thousand Year thousand year Blood War, you know that, you know. I mean, he's pretty strong. And he somewhat did get his butt beat. Can't even hold you on that one. But um, I think ultimately, like, especially where he is right now, if we're talking current form, like, Ken Poche is just head and shoulders above a lot of people right now. I don't think there's many people on this list that really would have given him a run for his money, though I think that Rengoku is probably one of those. But personally, I think Kimpachi wins this. Again, it's not as it's not as it's not like a 50-50. It's not like 100% that Kenpachi would win. Um, I just feel like he's got a little bit of the edge and I'm going to say mm. Sixty or maybe I'd say sixty percent. Sixty percent I think pachi wins this. There's a chance that Ringoku could come back. There's a chance that some of those breathing techniques and things like that could potentially harm him, especially if he uses like that technique nine or whatever it was, um, Rengoku or AK the Purgatory Flame. If he uses something like that, maybe the tiger, um, some of those different breathing techniques that he has would definitely hurt him but like I said that's we're talking Kenpachi in his sealed mode. We're not even talking about him being in his Shikai um, which is just a huge sword in general. I haven't seen it animated so I don't know if he, this is one of those things again where he has this huge sword kind of like the, the Battle Axe Rita from um, from Seven Deadly Sins that Esquinor uses. I don't know if this is like it's it's such a big sword that everybody's like oh my gosh how can he swing it so fast but some how he swings it like it doesn't weigh anything not sure if that's how that's going to be but the bigger the sword at that point if he can use it and he can swing it like effortlessly and then yeah i don't see this necessarily going that way and again we haven't even talked about him potentially going into bankai um which i can only imagine how crazy that's going to go so I'm going to say that Kimpachi zaraki is the best swordsman of the land. He won the first tournament that had, um, yeah, of the best tournament, uh, the best swordsman in the land. So, congratulations to him on the tournament. Um, congratulations to him on the title. He doesn't get anything because, I mean, one, he's not real. And, two, I wouldn't even know what to give Kimpachi. I, I feel like he's one of those people that he would get a trophy and be like, what is this for? Or he wouldn't even accept a trophy. Like, I feel like um, – his i feel like his uh his vice captain would probably accept it on his behalf or she would be like yeah Ken doesn't like this and just throw it away or burn it or something or I don't know what she would do with it but yeah um yeah so the best swordsman in the land is Kenpachi uh Kenpachi Zaraki from Bleach so um That is the show. Like I said, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I appreciate you all going through the Tournament of Power. It doesn't seem that fun like when it's just you. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted some banter. I wanted some back and forth. Um, So... Reach out to me, you know what I'm saying? If you're if you're a content creator or if you're somebody who just wants to get on the podcast and you want to talk about some cool stuff or whatever, reach out to me. Let me know. You know, I'm always looking for um, new guests. That's actually how I find a lot of my guests, just by talking to random people. So um, I got a couple, like I said, I have a couple of collaborations that are set up. Um, unfortunately, this one didn't necessarily go the way that I wanted it to go, but it would have been fun if I would have had um some banter going back and forth. I wanted somebody to challenge my thoughts on this one. I think I'm going to do it a little bit different next time and actually put out some um put out some uh some questions or like some polls and stuff like that to get how people feel. That may pop up on the next one. So follow me on um follow me on those Insta on my Instagram and Twitter handle, which it'll probably come from Twitter cuz I'm more active on Twitter. So like I said thank you everyone for sticking around and supporting the show uh, as always again you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12 that's An- Anime Talk and the number one and two um, I, like I said I'm more active on Twitter so reach out to me on there if you have any questions concerns or you just want to talk about anime or give me a suggestion or something like that and you want to hear me give my review or something like that I'm down for it um, I'm all anime all day every day um currently and i'll I'll go ahead and drop this because just because like i don't know i think it's kind of cool to kind of talk about what you're watching or and things like that and i plan on doing an episode to catch everybody up on my current anime list because man it is all over the place but what i'm currently watching if you guys haven't started watching it is made in abyss I'm, i'm i know i'm i'm slow to the uptick on this show i heard really good things about it i just couldn't i like the animation seemed very crazy And then I saw a post that was like, yeah, like it's definitely a tearjerker. And I was like, I got to watch this. So I'm currently watching that Um, season one. I think there's another season that's supposed to be coming out fairly soon if it's not soon, if it's not out already. Um, But I think I'm on like episode 10 out of 12 or 13. And so I'm actually once I get done recording this episode, I'm going to go and actually watch a couple more episodes of it for tonight before I call it uh, before I call it a wrap. So, um, yeah. Again, thank you guys for rocking with me. This is your boy, Matt St. Jack, with Anime Talk. Like I said, we just finished up the January Tournament of Power. We had a couple of really cool fights. We had Yami versus uh, Zoro from uh, Black Clover and One Piece, respectively. We had Kenpachi Zoraki from Bleach versus Guts from Berserk. We had... Um, Afro Samurai and He from Afro Samurai and Yu Yu Hakusho upper right-hand corner in the bracket. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, we had Rengoku versus Mugen from um, Demon Slayer and Samurai Champloo, respectively. Uh, R- Zoro, Renora Zoro, ended up moving on to face Kenpachi um, in, the, in the left-hand side. And we had He versus Rengoku in the right-hand side coming down. Um, then all of a sudden we had... Kenpachi's Rocky coming in barely beating out Zoro in that situation but we had Rengoku beating out Hiei and then we had Kimpachi, who was crowned the best swordsman in the land again if you have any uh, questions about that or if you want to give your feedback and say hey such and such shouldn't have been knocked off or whatever or such and such can beat somebody else reach out to me on those uh, social media handles anime talk 12 that's anime talk number 1 and 2 but like I said um that's it guys for the tournament. I'll see you all next week. Continue to be the best version of yourself and continue continue to be the light in a world full of darkness. Until next time, Matt Saint Jack with Anime Talk. Peace.